perverts. Welcome to another episode of Bust It Wide Open. How are you guys doing? Welcome back. Good? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing good because we're just a fucking mess. (laughs) I'm literally mentally breaking down. Um, Stress is just really crushing me from every angle. I have not been able to catch up since I went home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for my grandma's funeral. And I just really am drowning, but we're going to make it through, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah, and I'm over here just trying to pass my board certification exam that I have to pass to be a therapist. And yeah. I take that in two days, not even two days. Like, I have one more day and I work tomorrow. So it's almost like, I know it's stressful, but it's almost like so nice that it's like, here's my envy that it's in two days. Cause I'm like, my test is in two weeks. So I still have two weeks of worrying about the stupid mm-hmm. exam until it's over with. Now, yes, I have more time to prepare, but am I going to take advantage of that time? <laughs> We're not sure yeah. yet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, so I, for the amount of time that I sat here and worried about the exam and could have been studying. Exactly. Like bro, I literally yeah. have spent hours of just being in a state of anxiety about the exam, but have I studied for it? Absolutely not. So I don't know. I, you know how there's like different types of, um, what do they call it? Like how people are in relationships, like avoidant attachment or like stuff like that. I feel like I am an avoidant person when it comes to like work or school or yeah. like anything yeah. that I feel is Stresses hard. You out. <laughs> like I just don't want to think about it. Yeah. No, I definitely, I, I love to do that, but um, yeah, it just always kind of fucks you in the end. So I'm trying not to do it. I don't know. Especially with this exam. Somebody pointed out to me, cause I was just spewing stress about this exam the other day. Somebody pointed out to me that this is what I do. This is how I thrive. Mm-hmm. I wait until the last mm-hmm. minute for everything. I cram. I stress myself out to the max. And then I pass. So why would this pattern That's, not keep working yeah. for me? Um, this is just my chaotic energy. So... Bro, like dead ass though, that's what I've been thinking of because I'm like, my entire college career, my entire schooling career, I have never really sat down and studied like a lot ahead of time. There there have been a few classes where yes, I knew I had to do that. So like this has been, you know, a solid, you know, two months that I've been studying on and off for this exam. So I'm like, Hopefully it'll pay off. You're going to be fine. You're intelligent. I'm super jealous though, because my friend that I was studying with, she took hers last week and she passed and she's done. And I'm like, bro. So what happens if you don't pass? Can you take it again? Yes. So that's the other thing I'm trying to tell myself. It's not the end of the world if I don't pass. I can take it again. My employer um, has said that it's really not like a big deal like it looks good if you have it but if you don't have it then they would just expect you to get it like mm-hmm. within the first three months of being yeah. hired stuff like that yeah that's so, what mine is yeah it's not the end of the world and that's why I'm kind of like hmm you know just calm down and study and whatever happens happens mm-hmm. but it's just also I'm the type of person where I'm like I put this much time into it I put money into mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. I do not want to go through this again yeah no me too I so. mean So mine, I have to obtain within the first three months of, or first 90 days of working for this company. 
Mm-hmm. So technically I've only been working for them for like a month and a week, you know? So now mm-hmm. I'm taking it. If I fail, I can take it again in a month. And so technically mm-hmm. I left myself enough time to be able to take it one more time, but I don't yeah. even want to have to worry about it. Exactly. I, That's where I'm Cause at. then I'll yeah. be really stressed. Cause if I don't pass it that time, I'll probably get fired. So Mm-hmm. Ah, I just want to pass it now. <laughs> no, that's exactly where I'm at because it's like, yes, I can take it again. And um, obviously, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But it's like, this is has been such a huge stress on me for the last two months. Mm-hmm. But to have to live through another two months of this stress, like, I just don't think I could physically handle yeah, it. Heck no. Heck no. Yeah. Um, (laughs) anyway, enough about exams and schooling. Um, why don't I welcome y'all back into this episode with the weird, weird things Tinder guys say to me. Yeah, whatever. I can't wait. I haven't heard it this time, you guys, so. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't tell her how to say it. Um, so, you know, this dude messaged me and I don't know, we talked for like a second and then he just said, so I have questions about the squirting episode of our podcast. Oh, I don't know if he listened okay. to it, but yeah, I was like, okay, what's up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he said, so person, okay, this is going to get graphic PS. So like, if you hate this, hit that 30 second button. Um, no, anyway. this is what we're here for. Listen through it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so- <laughs> suffer anyway so (laughs) he said so personally i've never been with a woman who full-on water emojis water emojis i'm assuming he means squirt um but they he said but they all leave discharge on my eggplant emoji um i was like okay that's like a lot anyway (laughs) i said he said are the two related or is it just that some women can squirt and some can't sorry for the graphic nature of the questions legit curious though and i was like damn am i giving advice right now like am i I, I am i teaching you something holy shit wait and i was like i don't feel like i I don't feel qualified. However, I know the answer to this question. So I felt okay answering it. Oh, you do? Okay. So no, it's not the same thing. Um, Some women can, some women can't. I personally never have. So likely that I can't. And any guy that says, well, I make every woman squirt so I can get you there. Like, that's just not the fucking truth. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I believe that I read some research can't tell you where it's from maybe this is not credible um but <laughs> they basically, we're going with it they basically said that they found that like squirting is coming from the same place as your urine does but it's like a different mixture of fluids that's not like exactly like peeing yeah so yeah there okay for those of you that don't know because Sweet babies. I saw a TikTok of this boy that legitimately did not know how we pee with a tampon in because he thought it was all one hole. Okay, there's two holes. There's okay. there's the one you pee out of that's very tiny. It's like right the above the <laughs> one that, yeah, you get your period, you have a baby through. That's, you know, totally separate. Um, yes. Anyway, so now that, now that that's clear... Um, yeah, so so where you're putting your penis into 
is not where you squirt out of. It's not where, like, the woman squirts out of. So anyway. Yeah. I just kind of explained that to him, and he said, makes sense. Honestly, the female anatomy is incredible, and it is an incredible and mysterious thing. And that fucking is. it is, you know but what, also though? it doesn't have to it be. It shouldn't be. Exactly. It have to be. Like, maybe mysterious. we just. And I'm glad that, like, I'm like, you know, that's not really that weird of a, a weird thing Tinder guys say to me. I'm kind of happy that he asked. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. And this isn't going to give away who he is. Um, he doesn't live in Tally, but he went to FSU. So, oh. yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, just a fun fellow, fact. Fellow, fellow oh, FSU hi. lady. Er, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Like <laughs> Whoa, Jasmine. Is there something I don't know about? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's man, but I don't know. I haven't met him. Um, <laughs> no, but I definitely think that this, like you said, like it is mysterious, but it's kind of sad that it's mysterious because like it really shouldn't be. Y'all, like, if you're why listening do we to this, do research on these things, please. I don't know. Like maybe reach out to us if you have questions like this. If I don't know it, I will go out of my way to figure it out or like find someone who can answer it. But yeah, we'll try our best. I, yeah, I love, I love to help um, because. The more men that understand this stuff, the easier it is on my life, honestly. I mean, I feel like I've been with so many men that are like, oh my God, ew, don't, don't tell me about your period cramps. Don't tell me about, and I'm like, can you just, um, can you just shut the fuck up? Because you just have zero like, idea. I, yeah. Oh, I could never be with a man like that. That fucking actually makes me disgusted. Like, how immature are you? That yeah. you, you're scared of a period? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, mm-hmm. honey? If, if you got me pregnant, I'd be pushing a baby yeah. out of there. So be happy I'm on my period. Okay, and I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to blast her. But one of my friends just told me this story <laughs> about um, how she was, like, on her period and she was having sex yeah. and I don't know I I'm not gonna say her name because I just really you know she probably doesn't want me to tell this story but anyway um oh, I super want to know <laughs> <laughs> um she didn't tell the guy because it was like you know that end part of your period where like yeah sometimes where you're it, like a little bit comes back is it over sometimes it doesn't, yeah you know yeah yeah but she fully was aware of that but like he didn't know and they were dating at this point so like fuck right um but he like definitely went down on her and she was a little like mm, i don't know yeah and then after he like had sex with her he like pulled out and tried to like put his dick in her mouth and she had to do it so he didn't so he wouldn't know anything <laughs> but <laughs> oh i don't think i would do that I think I would have to pass on that. I would say, mm-mm, you already came, so you're good. I... <laughs> I will say, though, if you guys aren't fucking your girl on her period, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, okay, so personally, I was always kind of weird about it and, like, didn't want to and would deny people because I just felt, eh. But then I dated... I dated someone that kind of 
like nudged me to just try it and so I did and like it wasn't bad it felt fine and it wasn't like a massacre like I I felt like it was gonna look like after oh I've done that really no mine's not really that heavy though so I guess that makes sense but well I've like fucked like full-on on my period where it's like blood everywhere and super heavy and um yeah, and they pull out and just looks like I murdered their penis. But. Okay, the question about that. Does, what? like, does the guy use protection when... No. Really? No. Okay, that's so fascinating um, to okay, me. Okay, so anyone that I've ever fucked on my period, I've been dating. So, like, Jake and then my ex, yeah. Matt, and no. I don't use so protection don't while I'm... No, they literally don't give a fuck. That's amazing. No. And that's what I'm saying, though. Here's another good question that I thought of the other day. Um, men, why are you so quick to stick it in women's asses, but you won't fuck them on their period? <laughs> like, actually, Ain't though, you'll stick it truth. in an ass raw. You'll stick it in an mm-hmm. ass raw where we literally shit out mm-hmm. of, but when we're bleeding out of yeah. our vagina, you're, oh, and if you I, say, I can't. And if you say it's because of blood, I would kind of like to stop you right there because I... I would, like, welcome you to, like, lick shit and then lick blood. Tell me which one's worse. Well, but also, like, reading um, the research behind, um, like, anal and stuff, a lot of times the reason why, like, HIV, AIDS and stuff like that is easier spread through anal is because when you're doing it, you are likely to get a bunch of little, like, rips in your butt um, when yeah. it's happening. And yeah. So the transmission is a lot easier because it has that direct contact, like, with your blood. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're fucking doing that and there is, like, tiny rips, I mean, you're likely just ending up getting, like, blood and shit, like, on yourself. Like, I, you might as well just go all the way and, like, do it on the period, too. Yeah. But, I just don't – I don't know. I just would rather, like, if I had to, like, touch blood or shit, I would 100% go for the blood every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Like, I'm so good. Shit really is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about what's cleaner, blood is definitely yeah. cleaner than shit. But also the, the vagina. <laughs> I just said that really weird. Um, but the vagina. the vagina is a self-cleaning mechanism. She is beautiful. Mm-hmm. She is beauty. She is yeah. grace. She, she legitimately is just is working all the time to just keep keep herself clean for you so yeah even though oh, we're on our period it's still like it's fine i don't that's not like yeah. dirty like you i don't know that's just what i'm saying that's my fucking beef i'm like if you're gonna shove it in my ass without a condom you absolutely will fuck me on my period i mean no. that's just the there is no if ands or buts <laughs> <laughs> about it <laughs> that's funny. but Anyway, no, I just, I know a few people that would do that, and it's stupid. <laughs> that would but not, but do the one but not the other? Yeah, I would do anal but not yeah. fuck on a period. And I'm like, I think you're a little confused. But. Yeah, well, you know, to each their own, I guess, but. Yeah. I don't, no, every but guy actually, that I've, like, had period sex with, they've used a condom. Oh. Um, I don't like condoms. And I remember. I wasn't even, like, bleeding that much. Like, I literally... Yeah. There wasn't really even anything on the condom after he pulled out. Like, and I looked at it. And 
he like took it off so carefully with like two fingers like making sure yeah fucking touch the rest of it like touch the blood i was like okay that makes me feel really fucking good about myself yeah like oh you're disgusted by me that's cool (laughs) but you wanted to still stick it in i know you came so now you're thinking straight again it's fine i really don't understand men but anyway no but i've fucked definitely full-blown period raw it yeah oh yeah it'll get put a towel down for sure if you don't want blood getting everywhere and um guys just don't freak out when you pull your dick out and there's blood on it take a shower take a shower together even better yeah and then do it again (laughs) while you're in there (laughs) and then you can (laughs) wash it off yeah honestly like do it again and again and it's so attractive to me when guys are just like, all right, let's fucking go again. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've gotten head on my period. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty but hard for here's, it. Like, here, with a here, tampon? Here. I, well, I had a tampon in yeah. and I just showered. Yeah. All right. So it's not like I'm free yeah. bleeding into his mouth. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that would be, be like a little far for me. Like, and you know what, what guys? Drink you know my what, guys? blood. Be hardcore. If you don't want to do that, I'm not mad at it. You don't. <laughs> if you don't want blood in your mouth, that's that okay. That sounds like some hardcore <laughs> witch okay, shit, though. It, that would be yeah. So I don't think period. I don't blood? think it's your full red wings unless you've actually like, done that. Free bleed Ooh. While eating Ooh. Well, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess Jake has like one red. I wing. don't expect like, anybody to do that. That's just I well, don't know. I I guess I don't expect it, but I am like I'm horny on my period, mm-hmm. so if you oh, want to yeah. make me happy, yeah. But also- if I just showered, it tastes the same as my like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I have a tamp on it. Yeah. Like maybe you'll get a string in your mouth. That's I get hair in my mouth when I give you head. So honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, speaking of period blood, women are fucking amazing because did I okay, my old roommate taught me about this. But if you put your period blood, like if you use like a cup or something and you put your period blood in your garden like in plants that you're growing they will fucking thrive like they will become invincible to any kind of fucking water (laughs) isn't that hardcore like that's very that is mother earth witch shit that is i have roots out of my feet that is witch earth, shit like. and i am so about it like i feel like i might i try know it. you are <laughs> like oh i've been i've been reading about starting you a mix garden it with a little water and like yeah. spray it on there yeah i mean oh, or like wow. or right into the soil um okay. but yeah like i don't know <laughs> i was thinking about how you'd go about doing that like executing that yeah and i feel I like you'd have to okay vegetables. so if you use like a a diva cup right yeah. And so you then you collect one? it. I haven't, but I've really been wanting to. So I want to we'll too. Update. I want to. You have to boil it first. I've been reading about it. Boil the cup Every first time. before you use it. The first time. For the first time. Because okay. otherwise it gets too suctiony and it's a little hard to get out. But anyway. Oh, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's not weird. Um, oh God. That but I mean, it has me. a little thing. So I feel like even if it got a little stuck, you could like reach some tweezers up in there and like. 
but does the little thing stick out of your vagina? Because it looks so short that I think it sticks, it's all the way in. I think it's all the way in. And I'm like, if I have to, like, finger myself to get that out, that's gonna really freak me out, yeah. I don't think I can do it. That's why I like I think you can, like, relax your muscles a little bit and get it to, like, get it to slide. I don't know. I'll look, I, I'm gonna look into it before I try it because it's gonna freak me out if it gets stuck. Let me stuck. know. But oh, same. what I was thinking about saving the blood, which is really fucking hardcore and crazy, but Very anyway, hardcore witch. when you have your diva cup full of your fucking blood, you okay. take it out, <laughs> have like a mason jar, right? And uh, then when yeah. you rinse it out, because you have to rinse it out before you put it back in, yeah, rinse it out. But just pour the the stuff into the jar as you're rinsing it out, right? And then you save it, and then you put it into the fucking earth. It's like a blood sacrifice for your plants. (laughs) I'm a fucking crazy bitch. I don't don't know. (laughs) Let me know how it goes. You know, when when my roommate told me about that, I was a little creeped at first. But then I started reading about it, and I was like, honestly, this shit's fucking cool. Like, you can make your plants thrive with, <laughs> with your own body with your fluids. own body fluids yeah that's something else huh yeah <laughs> i guess like that blood was supposed to like help a baby thrive yeah. so it kind of well, makes and also sense. i mean think about it women before tampons and pads and all of that stuff were created and before it was like considered weird to be free bleeding because it was totally natural at one point yeah women's blood was just going into the earth Oh, I guess that's a way to think about it. <laughs> it like that naturally was. But do we really think it was like that much to make a difference? I feel like I just it would be. I mean, just, think like, about how many women there are. Like maybe, and and they're just walking around. I mean, once a month, just every dribbling. single woman is on their period yeah. for like five days dribbling. or some shit. I guess they're dropping right. it on the yeah. earth, like drip, drip, dripping. <laughs> that was once the natural thing okay anyway (laughs) maybe i'll buy it i guess i can see it i don't know so anyway jasmine's gonna be period leaking into her (laughs) plants um remind me not to eat those cucumbers oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um everyone come over for dinner Fresh tomatoes and cucumbers, a whole fresh salad from Jasmine's Garden, you guys. It's full of iron, honestly. Holy shit. You get all of those good nutrients. But it's not going right on the plant. It's going into the soil. So it's not like... No, I know. I'm, I'll try not to be weird about it, but I'm weird about it. I'm low-key weird about it. No, I won't, I won't feed anyone my period plants. That's what I'm going to call them. I actually love that. Your pee-pees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right i'm done with that (laughs) anyway (laughs) so you guys today you've heard her before we have sarah on again we are so excited she has her own full episode this time because that bitch has so much to say Mm -hmm. and i'm really excited and um yeah uh before we go though i just want to remind you guys that we do have our two affiliations with instacart and lilo so if you're interested in those hit the link below and then again if you want to support the podcast you can always go ahead hit up our pod fan account it will go right back into the podcast and will be forever yeah and you know like you can donate and then 
claim some tax deductions for donating. So look at you go being a good <laughs> to a fucking person. charity. You're welcome. Are we a charity? I don't actually. No, I don't think I'm a charity. Can you get tax? I'm poor. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Can you get tax, like deductions for donating to anything, or does it have to be like a? No, it's definitely to a charity. Don't listen to me. I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you guys know i'm basically charity and poor shit I'm, so i mean yeah it. i'd consider this charity so yeah it means anything when i go um full-time i'll stop asking for your money just kidding. <laughs> never i'm a greedy bitch but you know yeah we can do like some more cool shit so like do it anyway yeah so there's that yeah but here we go here's <laughs> It's going to be great. We haven't heard it yet. We're about to record it. I'm excited. (laughs) Good night. Hello, everyone. We are here with Sarah. And you guys have heard from her before she was on our sex stories edition episode oh, yeah. yes i'm back she's back better than ever baby uh-huh we're gonna get more listeners this time <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> let's get all your hoes all of them i'll get them all on here this is a specialty episode for sarah's hoes you're yep. welcome yeah. you won't hear that so catch me now <laughs> <laughs> So last time I feel like we didn't really get to go in depth with anything about your personal life. We just kind of talked about some fun sex stories. So this time I want to know everything about you and let's go ahead and just start as we usually do. What is your sex, politics, and religion? Okay. So I am straight and I am liberal as fuck. Hell yeah. And I'm Catholic. Okay. Baby. Yes. So I didn't realize you were Catholic. I didn't either actively practice that no not anymore um my mom's side grew up very catholic she was very catholic she went to catholic schools um her parents were that way so we first were going to church a lot and then when my parents got divorced we had stopped we went for like maybe a year and then once i had my first communion i never i don't remember ever going back to church oh really so how old were you at that time I think your communion's yeah that's like, like 11, young right 10, okay okay mm-hmm. yeah i never got the one that's after that my the sister has it. yeah, yeah I never, my sister has that too and i don't yeah but i was episcopal so okay yeah i never had that so i only had the communion um but yeah my mom she's still she kind of is she's more catholic than the rest of us yeah but even then like not really um but her dad was extremely catholic that's kind of where that came from right Hmm. so I do know one thing like Catholics are really I know your parents are divorced yes they're really strict on divorce I mean obviously this is your mom's story but do you know if that affected her in any way it could have I mean I never I've never asked her about it yeah Um, I know the divorce was like a lot on her end yeah um it really impacted her she was one that filed for divorce and everything so okay it probably did because it was shortly after that that once that all got finalized Mm -hmm. we kind of pretty much is that something you'd be okay with getting into like the divorce in general how that affected you yeah so I was really young um I was around like four when they first filed but it went on for like probably two or three years um but my dad was out of the house pretty much right away um I don't really remember him being around that much until 
probably I was like eight or nine or so. Um, but it definitely impacted my older siblings more. My right. older sister, she's seven years older than I am. And then my brother is four, three to four. So um, it kind of hit them more than me. I was really young. But I know when my mom met my stepdad, that was really when it hit me hard. Just kind of having like a father figure. Yeah. Kind of rebelled against him, was trying to get them broken up a lot. Didn't really <laughs> work. Um, so now we're obviously I love him now but yeah there was definitely a good six years that I was just like no you're not my dad I don't want you here type deal right. um but then I realized that my dad wasn't really there as much so it kind of helped having him there mm-hmm. um but yeah other than that I really don't remember the divorce which I guess is good I would say like yeah you don't like do you remember your parents together at all no my dad was never really around which is why I think that's why I don't remember them together mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was just me being young and not really having a memory but my siblings told me that he was just always working my mom told me the same thing that he was just never really around period like mm-hmm. when they were together mm-hmm. so that um played a part so do you think that's a big reason why they got divorced because he wasn't there yeah it was he was never really put us first it was or her it mm-hmm. was just always his work him just not really putting Mm -hmm. in the full effort which is obviously a big reason Mm -hmm. for it I imagine she felt pretty alone then yeah Um, because I was four so my my um brother was seven and my sister that's like a lot like all kids so young yeah Uh, and she was doing it all and she was still working too it wasn't like she was just stay-at-home mom so she was still juggling her work her life and then three kids pretty much full-time when it shouldn't have been full-time I Mm -hmm. can't imagine so yeah, so it was definitely really hard for her. So I respect her decision now, but obviously when I was younger, I was like, "Why well, don't want you guys broken up." Yeah, but it makes sense. And now she's happy. My dad's happy. Like everyone, we're all happy. They're all, they're fine. They're civil. We mm-hmm. go hang out. We go to dinners. Like there's no. That's really nice that they can still like be around each other. Exactly. Yeah, and he loves my stepdad. Like oh, I love that. Yeah, I loves my stepsister. Like buys her Christmas gifts. Buys her um birthday gifts so we have a really still close good yeah yeah so they're like good apart not good together exactly I think they knew that and Mm -hmm. they're in the parenting has been good from both ends so they figured it out so I know you said like in the beginning you didn't like your stepdad which I think is fair I've Mm -hmm. always said like to my sister that like if my parents ever got divorced I would totally be a total cunt and I'm old enough and mature to understand and I still would be a cunt to someone who would enter my family just because I'm like love my parents so much how did you like get over that does it just like eventually he grew on you and do you feel like he's a father figure to you now yeah it did pretty much grow on me the hardest part was honestly having a new sibling especially oh, her okay. being younger I was yeah. the baby he was always treated like uh, yeah the baby. yeah yeah and she was really young she was an infant when she came into okay. my family so yeah. it was like this baby baby everyone's like oh my gosh I want to go to all this stuff I'm like I'm still here <laughs> um but yeah it kind of just grew on me when he was around more than my dad was. It just kind of mm-hmm. showed I was like okay maybe not be so hard on him like he was also struggling too like he would watch us three. My mom would go out of town. Mm-hmm. So I just showed his dedication. I saw his dedication yeah. to us and it was just, he was just there. So it kind of yeah just grew on me, but it was definitely a big adjustment at first, just having a new man in the house and just everything about it and how they got, how she introduced him to the family. It was just kind of weird, but yeah, it's good now. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was actually 
I know your sister got married recently. Yes. And we were talking about who would walk her down the aisle and who would walk you down the aisle. I can't remember what you said. Would you have both like your stepdad and your dad or? Yeah. So I would have them both walk me down from the start, um, straight all the way down. My sister, on the other hand, she had my dad walk her and then my stepdad came up right before um, she went up with her going to be husband. Oh, um, okay. And then when they asked, do you give your daughter to this man? Mm-hmm. They both said, I do. Like, my dad went first, and then he, my stepdad said, oh, okay. I do. And then they gave her off. But mm-hmm. um, I would have them both the full way, because they both have impacted my life greatly. Right. But my sister was older when he kind of came in, and she did sports, so she was just, like, never really home, was traveling. So she didn't really get parented by him. Yeah. Um, Because she was really, like, 15 or so by the time that it was like really him living yeah yeah like him being around so he didn't really have much say with her well yeah and there's definitely even if you just look at when they got divorced like her being 10 and you being four there's a huge difference Mm -hmm. in like where you are mentally at those places so yeah exactly Mm -hmm. that definitely makes sense why you know I can understand why that was like a harder decision for her to figure out what to do but I think that that was a great compromise. Yeah, I you know? think it was too, definitely. You know, it's so interesting. Included too. It's so interesting to hear that because I have, you know, two step parents and I have not really ever thought about like the arrangement of how I would have, you know, them walk me down the aisle or whatever because I have a stepdad and he's been in my life since I was like seven or something. So it is like, mm-hmm. you know, he took a big role in raising me and stuff too. So that kind of makes me think about that. Never really thought about if it. If you had to choose now, what would you do? Like if you were getting married tomorrow? I think probably you what your sister both? did, Sarah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's so crazy because I don't feel like, you know, your parents are divorced and then Sarah's are. And I don't think we've ever talked about divorce yeah. on the podcast well, my parents were never married. Um, oh they were never married no. oh I didn't realize they that. had me when they were 16 and they broke up when I was like four so they were never married oh, so they never got okay well you know what I kind of commend them for not getting married just because your mom was pregnant yep yeah I think and that I mean, can that's you even, like I guess with parent can you get married at 16 yeah I think you can I definitely think you can I think if you have a kid maybe you youngest. don't have to have your parents permission <laughs> I, I think at 16, you can without parents' permission, but I honestly think, and maybe it's not in America, and you guys, I'm just totally speaking out of my ass here, but I feel like you can get married at 13 with, like, parents' permission. Maybe that's oh not America, gosh. but definitely in some countries, you can get married at 13. Yeah. Which is, like, I don't doubt that's, it. Like, the arranged marriage yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, creepy. It Ugh, is. I just couldn't. I think about dolls that age, like. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I You're know. in middle school at 13. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, no, but I just feel like I know a lot of people who have gotten married because they got pregnant and I'm like, I just don't, I don't think that's the way to do it. Yeah. I know. It's um, more of a broken family. I feel yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, so my ex, his parents, I don't think they got married because she was pregnant. I think they were married before that, but like his parents should have been divorced. Mm-hmm. Like they should be divorced. Like they don't like each other. Oh, and if they do, they never showed it when I was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like one of those things that I just think that staying married for a kid is not smart. It's not healthy. No, it's not. No, not no. at all. Yeah. Because you end up just like growing up and thinking that love is like not what love is at all. Mm-hmm. Even though you're trying to show, oh, like I made this commitment to someone, but if you hate them, like, 
it's right. not. I think sometimes people can be toxic for each other and maybe that's not something you realize right away. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting, like my dad and my mom are friends now. Like yeah. everything's cool. My mom actually met my stepdad through my dad. Like, you know, really crazy, but. Oh, wait, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wait, how did she meet your stepdad? I want to say that the story was that they met at a concert and my dad introduced them. Um, Interesting. That is crazy. Yeah. Did he mean to introduce them? Like, oh, I think this would be a great person for you. Or they were just like bringing a friend. Yeah, no, it wasn't like a, I think you should date, but it was just. And it just like they hit it off kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh wow but small world (laughs) (laughs) yeah but no I mean I think people sometimes just figure out how the dynamic of their relationships work after the fact um Mm -hmm. like you know it took about four years for them to realize hey we were super young when we had a kid and we did like each other then (laughs) but like maybe we're better as friends yeah yeah and yeah definitely well, I think any relationship that starts at 16, at yeah. 20, you're going to be, totally I mean, think about all the everything. growing up you do between high school oh and God. college. Yeah. Like if, when I think about who I was in high school <laughs> and who I am now, like yeah. thinking about the exes that we were with. Like, exactly. I couldn't. Exactly. I, no, mm-hmm. no, no. That's why too, though. I mean, I guess you grow your entire life. Like I mm-hmm. think you always are mature and you're always changing. Mm-hmm. And that's like one big thing that my mom has always told me because her and my dad are very happy. I'm really blessed to have that. And um, her biggest thing is like, you have to allow each other to change because you're yeah. always going to change and you know, you have to grow together. And so I think that's always been something I've never really talked about this, but like meeting Jake at 19 and now getting married to him, like that's always something that's kind of scared me a little. And like, I was really, we were really young when we met each other. We're really young now, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 22, getting married at 23 is pretty young for nowadays Weren't your parents 23 yeah um 23 or 24 yeah. one of the two no you know what yeah no I don't know one of the two close to there though <laughs> but um, um yeah but they I mean they met when they were a little bit older so they had a little more time to mature on their own well I guess it's something that it like shouldn't bother me but um and it doesn't because it did a lot in the beginning though I will say when I first met him like I knew he would marry me right away. And I remember our first year, like coming up on our one year, I was like, don't propose to me (laughs) because I was like, listen, I'm not ready for that commitment at all. And so within the last two years, obviously I'm like, okay, I'm definitely ready for this now. And it doesn't scare me as much anymore because I've seen how much he's changed in the past three years and how much I've changed in the past Mm -hmm. three years. And we've both grown together. Mm -hmm. So I think that we can continue to do that, but living together too, you start. Oh yeah. I mean, we basically, I mean, we moved fast. He basically moved in with me like the first month that we met. And for most people, I'm going to say, don't do that, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it worked for us, and we... That's how you know if you're compatible. I mean, right. I, I mean, I'm a time. big... Definitely live with someone before you get married yeah. to them. Oh, my God. You have to do that, mm-hmm. because yeah. people are... You can... I think you can be friends with anyone uh-huh. if you see them only three times a week. Yeah. Like, but if you're living with them, you're with them constantly. Mm-hmm. And all that little habits. Yeah, you don't know what's going to get yeah. on the nerves. You don't yeah. know what you're not going to be able to deal with. And, like, fortunately, we both are kind of the same, and, like, 
how messy we are and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like if he was a super clean freak, I don't think it would work because I'm messy and he's not and I'm, you know, so yeah. it works and he doesn't annoy me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everyone's going to annoy you at some uh-huh. point, but yeah. So anyway, I just think, um, I don't know where I was going. Well, I was, I have, you know, uh, one of my good friends has been with her current husband since the, she was in eighth grade and he was in ninth grade like oh my God. forever Whoa. and got married Whoa. after the second year of college and okay yeah and they're like amazing they're yeah. so How in love and so right happy now? and I know that's very rare but you know I think society kind of makes us think that um oh you're young you don't know what you want kind of thing and so it just sounds mm-hmm. like maybe that's the fear that was kind of going around in your head yeah but yeah. I think sometimes you do so well I also I listened to another podcast and I know I shouldn't even let like because I don't know these people personally so I don't <laughs> know why it bothers me but I listen to them and they're like um they are it's guys we fucked so mm-hmm. if you guys it's a great podcast I yeah, highly recommend it, it but they're all about like you don't know shit until you're 25 and all this stuff and I'm like I guess that's true for most people but I do feel like I'm at a different level than most people who are 22 mm-hmm. like I've never really like I went through a fucking slut phase I'll say that I loved mm-hmm. it it was fun but it was also like not for me at the same time yeah I've got sick of it really quickly mm-hmm. and I've never really been a partier I've never really been someone who like me either and I would say I'm independent but I just I definitely like having someone to be independent with mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. so um, and I'm also, I think about the future a lot more than a lot of college students, like yeah. college students, so. Yeah, the majority aren't, like, yeah. how you are, so. Um, anyway, I do want to back up real quick, because I went <laughs> into the divorce, but I'm still interested in the fact that you grew up Catholic. Do you, so you said you were Catholic, but obviously, like you said, you don't practice it now. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, actually um resonate with that still or do you think that you're more spiritual more like how I am like a liberal Christian yeah like, yeah like- I definitely feel more spiritual mm-hmm. than Catholic mm-hmm. but I haven't really dug that deep mm-hmm. into like being Catholic mm-hmm. or like anything really so I'm not sure exactly at this moment. It's probably something I should need to start diving into. I mean, whatever feels right. But yeah. I don't, like, I don't, like, you know, we have friends that are, like, don't really care and have mm-hmm. friends who are super Christian. And that's, like, I'm like, whatever works for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just, I know knowing you, I didn't even know you were Catholic. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times when you hear someone's Catholic, you know they're Catholic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I know, I threw you off right there. <laughs> you threw me for a loop. I yeah, did. I legit had zero idea, so. But Surprise. do you, like, do you believe in Jesus? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay, I and do. you, you actively, I know you actively practice, like, Christmas and Easter yep. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I do pray occasionally, like, mm-hmm. I don't, not every night, mm-hmm. it just depends on my, my life personally and then people around me too, I know our close friend recently right. been going through some stuff, so obviously been praying for her, mm-hmm. but it's not really like a every night or every day I speak to God and everything. It yeah. just depends on yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I, yeah. 
it's funny how things change like that. Cause I grew up super like Episcopal. I went to church twice a week. I did the Sunday and every Wednesday mm-hmm. and I loved it. I really, I've never had a bad experience with religion. I know why a lot of people have had a bad experience with religion, but I think there's also a lot of great things that come with it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess as I like moved out and stuff and kind of decided on my own what I believe it's changed from what it was when I lived at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my family never put like religious values on me. Um, I did go to church a bit with my grandma. There was a period of time where I was enrolled in this. We went to a Baptist church, I believe, for a while. There was a period of time where I was in this program at the church when I was a kid that I don't even remember what it was, but we had like a vest and we had to earn like badges based on like stuff we memorized in the Bible, Bible, like verses and stuff. Oh, wow. Wait, do you remember what kind of church it was? It was a Baptist church. Baptist. Oh, Baptist. Okay. Sorry. I missed that. I, I, I don't recall much of it. And I just remember at the yeah. time, like in, I think I was in fifth grade when this was happening. I remember my family trying to get me to like memorize these Bible verses and whatever. And I was literally just like, no. And I, (laughs) if you know me, I'm a very studious like person. I don't, I'll procrastinate, but I don't like to make myself look like an idiot. So I'll make sure that I know it. But in this case, like I fully went in there and they would go down the line and ask us to like state a Bible verse or whatever. And they'd get to me and I'd be like, I don't know. And they'd be like, yeah, you remember? And then give me the first couple words. And I'd be like, like, sorry, <laughs> I literally don't know. And um, so anyway, I was never like really opposed to it. It just never like piqued my interest. And then, you know, I went to a Christian college and whatever and took a understanding of the Bible class, took a few like religion courses. And I listen. I feel like I know a good bit about just like general like Christianity based faith. Um, but it just never really resonated with me. I feel like organized religion in general never really resonated with me. Um, mm-hmm. just cause I don't like the idea that one is right and the rest are wrong. Um, no, I completely agree with that. Yeah. And so I don't know, I just kind of developed my own. And also I just feel like I was meant to be a witch. So here I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> witch vibes. Like the universe just said, no, this is, this is you, BB. So yeah. yeah, I'm just going with it. Yeah. Well, I definitely think like, I've, I've never been the person to like memorize Bible verses or anything. There's a few prayers that I have memorized just because we've said them so many times Mm -hmm. in, um, you know, in church. And Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) they're also like big prayers. Mm -hmm. Like if you've you've heard before, so it's not like small. Um, but yeah, I don't, I wasn't even a person who like read the Bible or did anything like that. I kind of feel like I know what I want to know about it because again, I want to keep it broad. I like keeping Christianity broad and not so specific. Cause I think when you get specific in Christianity is when you start getting mean, like mm-hmm. you become too far into it. You believe in things that are not what Christianity is, not the word that like Jesus spread. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm definitely, um, I, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that either. Oh, and I terrible. went to like, yeah, we had like the, <laughs> <laughs> I remember hating that. Like I fully remember 
them being like, just memorize this phrase. And I would be like, no, like, I don't want to. <laughs> My church kind of that, though. Not as bad as that, but that, I think that's kind of what, like, threw me off. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go, like, into church, and there for, like, be 30 minutes, and then go off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in those youth areas, they were shoving it down your throat. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just kind of where I was at. Feeling like other kids, stuff like that, and then we would go back church everything else, but not that I never like off. I was fine in the beginning and the ending, but that middle part, I would, I just don't like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to hide under my bed every Sunday. I just <laughs> did not want to go into that little part of it. Well, I think like it made church feel like more school. Yes, mm-hmm. and when you you know, I think that, like, teaching religion in the way of teaching it, like, school is not really the best way to no, go about it. That wasn't like, the best way. Yeah, I mean, no, because, I mean, our church did the same thing, like, during the sermon, you would go off, and they would try to teach the sermon to the kids in an easier way for kids mm-hmm. to understand it, and I never, I kind of liked it just because I didn't like sitting through the sermon, and I never understood, like, what he was talking about anyway yeah. so I was like yeah sure I'll go talk to my friends during this 15 minutes yeah. um but I do think like in teaching religion to kids getting that specific isn't gonna get through to them and maybe yeah. it does to some people but I was the same way they would teach us the little passage and I'm just like hey, I don't, I'm just not I sure what memorizing bible verses really does for you either. yeah how does that make you a better person <laughs> like <laughs> Let's think about that real quick. That's, that is the funny thing about like Baptists and Catholic though, that they're very strict and like, you have to know the Bible and stuff. And I'm like, I don't really think that you do to understand what this religion is Mm -mm. about. No, when I was going to church, like, even as I got older, I've been to a few services just with friends and stuff. I feel like I always take some kind of good, like moral lesson out of it. Um, And there's been a few times where I felt super, connected and had a very moving experience especially when like music is being played and stuff like I've had moments in church where I was like crying um just because Mm -hmm. I felt so I don't know connected but I don't equate that with um me just needing to practice solely the Christian faith or whatever I still have my own beliefs about why that happened and what that was but yeah I mean it's to me, everything relates to everything, including all religions. And so, I don't know. I, I just like to look at it as a big picture kind of thing and not focus too much on the specifics, like you said, because then people take things out of context and make hateful claims because of it. So, so let's talk about sex. <laughs> Church? Nah. Sex? Nah. Hell yeah. That's it. So, how did you learn about sex? Okay, this is fun topic. So, my parents never spoke to me about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Never had a conversation about it. I'm kind of assuming that my mom was hoping that my older sister would talk to me. Okay. Um, she did not. She was never. <laughs> um, she was like I said playing sports, being with her friends, going through a divorce, like, was part of it, so yeah. she was just never around, um, and, like, my dad, I thought that'd be weird, 
that. Yeah, a male figure taught, but he wasn't yeah. even around anyways. But even if he was, he wouldn't have. Right. It would have been my mom definitely, but she never did. I first learned about it through friends. Mm -hmm. And then um, in, I believe it was fifth grade, the end of like fifth grade year, they had like a really short, like little presentation thing. They separated the boys and the girls because otherwise, I'm not sure they're that young. Boys start saying things, whatever. Um, But then I was just really young. They're talking about like period stuff, and I did not have my period then. I didn't have my period in eighth grade. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. My mom never told me about it. So I was like, wait, you bleed? Like, what? <laughs> I, I know I went home and asked her about it. And that's what she explained that, that uh, she got, she hers got hers late. late. Her mom her got, got hers late. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. My sister, yeah. My sister yeah. got hers late. So, so it was kind of just like, like, don't worry don't about it. Yet. Yet. <laughs> but did it educate me on that? But totally skip like the sex part of it. Yeah. And then in middle school, they talked about it. Like in the science class. Like basic science class. Yeah. Um. But other, but other than that, than that like, I never, no one, no one talked, talked to me, like, like any part, part family member, member like, no, like, no one spoke about it. About interesting. It. interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if they were, my mom, my mom thought, thought my sister did, or she, or she was just really trying, trying to avoid the conversation. Right. Like, like, hoping that if she pushed it off, I would never want to have sex. I don't know where that, what she was thinking, but... I know, I know she talked to my sister about it. It's actually a really funny story. My mom took her on a bike ride. And as they're just biking through, my mom was talking about cookies. My sister's like, what do you mean cookies? Like, was really confused. Like, oh. She was just saying, like, you know your cookies need to, like, stay in the oven. They need to, like, bake. No, it's really weird. It's what? Yeah, you, like, don't take the cookies out until, like, you're ready. And you don't want to take them out too early. You want them to get burnt. It was like really okay. strange, and then I feel like kids like, can't you, understand that like complex metaphor. I can't know. Kind of my, right my, now. <laughs> yeah, my, my sister. She was also. She wasn't a kid. She was like probably fourteen. Yeah, and was like, like kind of started realizing what she was trying to get at. She was like, "Mom, are you talking about sex? Like, why are you talking about cookies?" Like, yeah, and she was like, "Okay, yeah, I just didn't want to say." It. And then she just started saying you know, you need to wait at least, like, three months to give your cookies out to anyone, and it was just, like, really, really strange, and... Oh, so it just sounds like your mom is uncomfortable with that topic in general, talking about that. Exactly, and I kind of, like, figured out that, like, she's just really not a sexual person. Your mom? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that probably played a role in how she was coming at it, too. Like, she just probably wasn't comfortable with it. Um, I imagine it feeling awkward as a parent to have to I say all the time that I'm like oh I'm gonna have a full sex talk with my kids I'm gonna talk about consent I'm gonna talk about periods like I'm gonna go through all of it and then I I think I say that and then I'm like okay when I actually have kids and you see this like innocent being that you're hoping doesn't know about sex and all this stuff that it's definitely um gonna be a lot harder to like Mm -hmm. sit down some because I've always thought like when do you do that then yeah and I've always thought like I guess Middle, I would school? Say middle school that's like the, sixth grade yeah it started getting more like in depth yeah really you talk like, about but it. my two of my siblings are in middle school and I literally uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine like seeing them now mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. middle school but they just seem like babies to me no, still and it's my, just my little cousin um I won't say who but <laughs> she is in eighth grade and I have another cousin who's in fourth grade and the one who's in eighth grade, you know, she's about to be in high school. So you kind of think like once you get in high school, you kind of know all the shit. Yeah. Well, you think you know all the shit. And 
but she was like when I went home this past week and she was like playing with the fourth grader like like she was in fourth grade you know and it's like so that kind of, kind of weird like yeah different. but it's like that kind of innocence that I'm like oh you still have that mindset yeah though, you know like and yeah some people like are forced to grow up faster so I think in eighth grade some people wouldn't act like that but you know she's had a good childhood as far as I know mm-hmm. and um so it was like I thought about that I was like because I would have thought I'm trying to think about myself in eighth grade if, and if I would have like entertained a fourth grader if I would have like I don't think I would I wouldn't have I was that's what I'm saying like I don't think I would have and I I think maybe part of it was like her she knows she's older and she knows that they're having fun together so she's not gonna be like rude she's yeah like, but I think part of it she's having fun herself too and so I definitely yeah. like seeing that I'm like god when do you talk about it and but I think sixth grade is a good time because that's when all the other kids are going to be talking about it for sure yes and I just there's so much happening in middle school too with your body oh my god yeah like I feel like you should then Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean I started like getting really interested in guys in middle school Mm -hmm. so it probably would have been helpful for me I feel like you kind of have to gauge it on your kids and if they're coming home talking about a guy in their class or right getting giggly with their friends like obviously you're going to have friends over so as a parent you're obviously gonna be home yeah their friends yeah know, kids friends are over so and I think kind of over them talking yeah about- parents know a lot more than we give them yeah credit for too. we're like- really loud I mean, I'm uh, yeah. loud. dude oh, in- <laughs> I I have a funny story touching on they know more than we do in eighth Rasha grade is in the background right- I'm sorry he's so cute right now <laughs> 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 hi Raja Bean um, okay sorry go on yeah he's back there hi Aww. um <laughs> um so anyway uh in eighth grade there were some kids doing bad things in my school uh, literally starting in sixth grade wait you were Um, were serious yeah (laughs) um but you know people had started like smoking weed and stuff like in like sixth grade wow um crazy and so uh I don't know. I think my friend at the time wanted to do it. I was never really planning on doing it, but we were talking about it. And so I remember we were like in the car on the way home and we were on the phone with this kid that like sold lead. I guess we were in like eighth grade. That's Can you insane. believe that middle schoolers and, yeah. sell drugs? That actually kind of scares me. It does. Now that yeah. I think about it. But anyway, yeah. keep going. It was like 13. That's insane. I know. And um, I definitely knew middle school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so we were in the back of the car. Like my mom picked us up from school and we were still on the phone with him. And Lonnie was saying, well, how much is a, oh, I just said her name. Uh, <laughs> well that's all right I mean surprise I mean she's been my best friend since sixth grade so I don't know <laughs> it matters. but she was asking like how much like this amount was how much this amount was I didn't even know the terms for the amounts I still don't think I ever learned that um like a grab like an eight <laughs> I literally don't know what that means but anyway um so <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah she was saying stuff like that and in our heads we thought we were like so cool my mom would never know what those things were that we were talking about right my mom just heard us like talking about this stuff then we went home went into my room we were still like talking about it and she just calls me out into the living room and I was like okay so I like go out there and she just she honestly handled it so well she sat me down because oh I asked her if she could take us to the mall 
and was Lonnie still over yeah okay I asked my mom if she could take us to the mall because it was like a Friday after school or something and my mom was like what are you going to the mall for and I was like you know just to just hang out you know whatever we were gonna meet up with that kid and buy stuff from him and um my mom was like listen I heard what you're talking about I know what you're trying to do and she basically sat there and like told me all the reasons why it wouldn't be smart to do this whatever whatever and she was like but you know you need to make your own decisions too so just go and sit and think about it and let me know what your decision is okay she said that she never would have actually taken me to the mall if I would have been like all right let's go (laughs) how funny if it would have been like okay yeah I'm gonna go to the mall yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but I think she knew me very well and knew that I was very much like a kid that was would think about those sort of things so anyway um yeah after that I just felt really awkward I went and told my friend I was like yeah I I can't do that like that's Mm -hmm. super awkward and also then I was like super scared to even try it after what my mom was saying Mm -hmm. so um yeah I never did anyway but just there's so many things that (laughs) I know like they definitely do yeah there's so many things that I feel like they heard maybe didn't even address but they like fucking know so yeah Yeah. they always know they do Mm -hmm. they really do parents are just wise like I feel like once you have a kid like something just happens and you just become wise (laughs) (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but I think it's just like think about all the shit that like we know right now about our little like cousins and stuff like we know what they're going through because we fucking went through it and I don't know why it's so hard for us to be like oh um they don't know they're not going through this when we did it ourselves exactly that's the funniest part with it um but no going back to like sex talks I don't think I ever had one yeah because your sister was talking to you about yeah like I think my mom I don't know if she expected my sister to I definitely felt more comfortable going to Savannah and asking her stuff instead of your mom speak of the devil she's calling me um (laughs) but no I think that like I'm trying to I can't first of all I can't even remember when I first realized what sex was and I can't remember when I first realized what like a period was like, I do know I had the same thing with school where we went through and had the talk and all that stuff. And um, um, I, I guess it's not that early. I was thinking about it now, like fifth grade seems early, but I do know people who had their period in fourth yeah. grade. Mm-hmm. And I was the same way. I didn't get mine till eighth grade. Yeah. So and I was a late bloomer. I wanted my period so bad. Did you oh, get yeah. yours? Yes. Thank you. Yes. I told someone you that. felt just so like you were yeah. ready. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, just give it to me. Now I'm like, man, I wish I waited a long, long time. Did I jumpstart it by wishing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I wanted, I remember so badly. All I my friends it was, like, had cool. it. Yeah. It was like, I felt like a little baby. Uh-huh. I wanted mine so badly. Um, trying to think of when Sav got hers. I don't know if Hertz was in eighth grade too, so I was probably expecting it. I also thought once I got my period, I was gonna get boobs. <laughs> Never happened still. Never <laughs> happened. Funny, funny, funny. I wish I would have just I got all of them. <laughs> I know, because my sister, oh my god, when she got her period, she just boobs everywhere. Yeah, no, see same thing. I was waiting too. I saw a lot of girls that mm-hmm. when they got there, they started to like just mature more, like started having 
for like leg hair they would talk about it yeah and I was just like <laughs> dude i wanted fucking um pubic hair too yeah i just wanted it all i was like i want to be a fucking woman yeah i woke up every morning and looked down and i was like i no know boobs. i okay. look down I like look i'm like there's a hair <laughs> yeah i would get so excited when did y'all uh, like get boobs like when did you never first, never like, i mean do you know <laughs> oh my god come on now <laughs> you guys have boobs <laughs> i don't think so i maybe maybe like i could say like i think like junior year like if we're talking about like actually something to be something, in on bra <laughs> yeah i definitely wore bras like all throughout middle school and yeah. all throughout but they were like training bras though. yeah yeah like sports bras i like think i got yeah. my first real bra in like freshman year yeah just because other That's girls so different <laughs> I know you can't. I had to get, <laughs> I had to get my first like full like padded bra in fourth grade. Yeah, no, that I did not. Wear, I didn't even no. wear sports bras or training bras. I don't think I, I don't think I wore anything until middle school. Yeah, yeah. my mom and was they were like, like these. Come on now. They were like these children, like just they, cotton. Yeah. I don't think they you had. Them out in the store, like Walmart. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like they had like the shape of a bra, so it wasn't like a bralette. But, yeah, and the straps but... and the straps and everything, but it was not definitely not a real bra. Mm-hmm. Now my friend, on the other hand, she like didn't want to grow up I think maybe because she did mature faster than everyone it's funny how that changes like when you're the first one to mature you don't want to and then when you're the last one you really want to yeah I and yeah like she wore sports bras for the longest time to pass the point where like no you need to wear a normal bra Uh, and her mom was like uh you know yeah it's time we need to buy you a bra yeah I had c's in sixth grade so, I don't even have that like, now. Yeah, so I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> such a bitch, honestly. Literally. People used to tell me, people in school used to say, like, ah, oh, you stuff your bra. Like, you have to stuff your bra. Stop stuffing your bra. And I'm literally like, do you want fucking proof? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm going to flash here. you right now. <laughs> <laughs> in class? Like, what? Oh, my God. It's actually so funny though because I remember girls when that would. was a thing. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. now I would never like who so many cares girls anymore? kept so many girls told me that shit in middle school and I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, I'm sorry you're jealous, but this is yeah. what I got. Well, like, can you imagine though, like what kids have to go through now growing up with like Instagram models and shit? Because that's oh like hard on me and I made it through school and puberty and like I would say I'm fairly comfortable with my body I like mm-hmm. obviously things I don't like things I'm trying to work on I have good days I have bad days but I could not and we didn't have like Instagram like Facebook Tumblr <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have a Tumblr and it that like wasn't really popular at least in my friend group I had my space Oh, I was not allowed. I wasn't allowed either. I, wasn't allowed. I went and made a fake one and I got too scared. Like, my mom always said, she's like, I'll find one if I ever did. <laughs> and I got freaked out. So I had like deactivated it. But um, definitely was around for that era, but couldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, same. And my parents would not let me. It took me mm-hmm. forever to convince them to let me have a Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Which my mom controlled it. Like she had the passwords mm-hmm, to it and mm-hmm. everything. Really? And yeah. Until like, yeah. Until maybe like freshman year. No, probably like eighth grade where I was able to like have it on my own and then, mm-hmm. then I got kick kick good old oh, time yeah. oh god kick oh, yeah yeah and I'm pretty sure I got eighth or in eighth grade I got Instagram too I remember I have pictures from 
like I remember middle school and yeah. I had it on like an old Instagram that I ended up deleting thank mm-hmm. god those pictures could never come back <laughs> no I want to see oh it. no you don't <laughs> I can find them but I'm not letting you get that. <laughs> um but yeah no I definitely think like because honestly now that I look back, I remember being mad at my parents for, like, not letting me have one, but now I look back, and I'm like, first of all, what the fuck do you need one for in middle school? But everyone has one, so you it want just to be one. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then, but I think about how much likes bothered me, like, did you guys Even do, now, did you guys do, like, Truth Is, or, um, like, Like for a Rate, or something? Yes, or Like for a Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, to be honest. So, when (laughs) I remember, like, shaking writing that in, and, like, Mm -hmm. posting it, and hoping to God, like, I would pray for a hundred likes, because if I didn't, you just look stupid. Like, Uh if you were the person who posted it, and you got ten likes, you're like, "Mm, good night. Yeah, you have no friends. No friends. No one wants to know your rate. (laughs) I remember, There was a point in middle school, I remember being on Facebook, I think, actually, and it was a huge thing at the time to, um, like, post, I think we would just post, um, oh, uh, comment, and I'll, like, make you a video. Like, we would make a video. Yeah, 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 and those, I hope, are not just, like, lingering around Facebook. Oh, somewhere. I found mine. Oh, yeah, if you, can, you can go back. They are lingering. They are, yeah. <laughs> they're there, sweetheart. No, but that oh, shit, God. like, affected me so much. I think I can remember, like, my highest like on A Truth Is, I want to say, was, like, 131 likes or something like that. And, like, that's how much it bothered me that I yeah. still remember I, it to yeah, this day. Yeah, I don't remember. But probably going to school the next day, you were like, I'm not big. <laughs> well, I mean, all my fucking friends were getting, like, 200. So I was like, okay, still not there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was fucking proud of it. And then same with, like, posting new profile pictures, like, getting oh, yes. all the likes on those. And comments. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny, though? I fucking hated myself in high school. Like, I literally had no self-esteem at all. And I look back at the things that people said to me, and they were so nice. They yeah. were so fucking nice. Like, people who I barely talk to would be like, mm-hmm. this looks so pretty, you look so pretty in this. And I'd be like, huh, thanks, you don't mean it. And like- I know. I have this one specific memory. I went to the eighth grade dance with this kid I was dating in eighth grade. <laughs> and Wait, do I know which one it is? Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> I have this picture of us that now is in, like, a private folder on my Facebook. Um <laughs> But at the time, it was public, and he commented on it, and he's like, wow, you look beautiful in this. And I remember just going through this string of back-and-forth comments with him, where I was like, no, I don't. Shut up. And he yeah. was like, no, like, you really do. I mean we it. so but, mean. And, right? <laughs> yeah. I used to and I was like, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that just shows how, like, for real insecure I was back then. Same. Um, but I same. look at that they now, and I'm like, damn, it. I was beautiful. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I'll look back at the photos and I'm like, I looked fucking amazing in that. Mm. I'll never be that way I'm going to post it now. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I, know, I just can't believe that, like, it's just so stupid. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. I get, like, I remember thinking, oh, no guy likes me. I'm so ugly. And then I look yeah, at those same. and I'm like, honey, every single one of these people would have died to fucking, like, date you. Yes. How did you not see that then? It's mm-hmm. just funny. I think college really showed me that. Getting on Tinder when I moved to FSU, I was like, oh, I could literally. This sounds yeah. cocky, girls, but every girl should know this. You could fuck any guy you want. Yeah. Just uh-huh. know that. You yeah. can fuck any guy you want. Yeah. 
And here's the thing. I think Tinder made me realize that, but then also kind of made me feel like shit because I realized that guys really only just like wanted to fuck like most of them. Boom. And so yeah. like that, yeah. like, damn, am I only, it changed from like, guys yep. don't like me to, am I only good only... enough to just fuck? Yeah. Like, you know? Y'all ain't ready for that <laughs> so combo. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's um, exactly what I was about to say. Cause it turned into, oh, I'm ugly. No one likes me to, oh, anyone will fuck me but they won't stick around they don't want to date me yeah Yeah. they don't want to date me and like and I was like oh I'm literally like your masturbation tool like you fucking Mm -hmm. you're done that's it and that's when Mm -hmm. I was like okay this is a little more deep than I thought it was yeah right first it was fun yeah I'm overthinking exactly no because at first I'm like oh I am the fucking queen I can get whoever I want I'll go out Mm -hmm. do whatever the fuck I want and then like a few Mm -hmm. months into it I was like Oh, like, wait, but people don't fucking stick around. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. of course I can get whatever I want. They're getting whatever they want, too, and that's just mm-hmm. sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That shit hits hard when you realize <laughs> Yeah. But I think for oh, the longest funny, time, but- I always was like, oh, no one will stick around. This is, like, a me problem, clearly. But I think now, as time goes on, I've definitely realized that this is kind of a societal problem with people our age like I think a lot of the guys our age don't aren't thinking about who they're trying to date or marry or whatever it's mostly Mm -hmm. just that Mm -hmm. uh, like fuck culture you know everyone's just trying to have uh some quick pleasure because that's Mm -hmm. kind of what we learned we learned um quick you know, satisfaction with, oh, we can just Google something on our phone real quick if we need the answer. Yeah. We learned yeah. only like quick rewards. Yeah. And so that's what everyone is used to. And that's what everyone's looking for, even on a relationship level. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like far and few in between that a dude is on the emotional level to be ready for like something more or yeah. to actually seriously date. I mean, especially yeah. in college too. Mm-hmm. Like when you get into college and you're not under your parents' supervision anymore, it's like you can do whatever the fuck uh-huh. you want. And let me be clear. I think there's nothing wrong with just wanting to fuck someone, but mm-hmm. be, um, communicate that on both ends because if you're fucking a girl and you know, she wants a relationship and you don't, that's just wrong. Like that's fucked up on every level. Now, if Mm -hmm. you both are like, no, I just want to fuck. That's fine. Go ahead. Fucking do it. But don't be the person who's like, who travels from Orlando to Tallahassee to fuck someone. And that's all you want. It's, you know what you guys, it's crazy Mm -hmm. what men will do to Mm -hmm. get pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They will go to the extremes. So just be clear, because you can find someone who also just wants to fuck. You don't have Mm -hmm. to have that one girl that wants a relationship. No, they enjoy that more. They get off on that. They do. They must. Mm -hmm. They do. I just don't... The things that people would say to have sex it just blows my mind. Yes, they'll tell you everything you want to hear. They know how to get us. But even, like, if you don't want that you don't want to hear that they'll fucking say that to you and they it's like they think you want it yeah well yeah savannah should always say don't tell me what i want to hear like just be yeah. straight up with me well that's like, like don't give me guys would tell, type thing. well that's what the guys would tell sav like oh i love you i want a relationship and she'd be like i don't want that and they'd be like yeah this is what i want and then they'd fuck her and not like they'd leave and i'd yeah. be like yeah. She didn't even want that. Why did you have to mm-hmm. say it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've known it. so many yeah. dudes that have, even in like my freshman year of college where I wasn't trying to like hook up with everyone and whatever, 
I've known so many dudes who stuck around for like two or three months, like telling me mm-hmm. all of this shit that I wanted to like hear. And then I'd finally do something with them or hook up with them. Yes. And then they dip. And I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Exactly. That's what I'm Find saying. Find someone like, that wants the same shit. I don't understand. So it's like you do. wanted to fuck that badly. You waited three months for it. And that's all you wanted. If like, you put in months. so much work at <laughs> three months, your mom would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's so much work just to fuck one time i just don't uh-huh. i don't know ah, she's here <laughs> surprise i'm just watching <laughs> she doesn't know that we're totally Savannah's talking about her bedroom yeah we were just talking about you, <laughs> you oh know. i love her Hi, podcast. <laughs> she had to just come on my episode. She had to come like, on she had episode. To. We are just well, I was curious as to who the guest was, and I look, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's my Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to have her on. We needed a full episode with just Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're next. Yeah, so you are next. Uh, we have a lot to talk to you about, but. Yeah, we do. You oh, Well, just in time, too. My life is in turmoil, so. <laughs> I feel like we're all just in shambles currently, but it's fine. We're fine. Um, yeah, I feel like things have been going. I don't, I actually don't know, but have things been going okay with you, Sarah? Like I haven't heard too much crazy shit recently. I know. Wait, didn't you recently, uh, get some dick? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, actually guys. Story time. No, this is actually sad. You guys are going to like call no! the cops on me. I haven't had sex in like a month and a half. Excuse oh. me, what? Yeah, if you know That's me. That's like your longest record. That is my <laughs> longest running record. I thought this changed like a week ago. It didn't change? No. No. Okay, no. wait, I want all the teats. <laughs> wait. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I really, which is like really alarming for me. If anyone knows me, like my sex drive <laughs> has just not been it recently. Okay. Um, I don't. Did you change anything like birth control or anything? No, but I've been off my medication for depression. Oh, normally that makes you more horny, though. That's I thought it had the opposite yeah, effect. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe it doesn't have anything depressed? to do with it. I don't. I don't know, honestly. Why did you stop your medication? So I so they kept switching it because things like weren't working. Um, so I just haven't really been on one consistent one for like a while now yeah and then I like finally ran out of the one that I was on and I haven't been going to therapy just because I really just don't like it on zoom um I completely understand it it just doesn't do it for me so I haven't spoken to my therapist since like June okay I did a few um on telehealth yeah like virtual stuff yeah but I just wasn't feeling the same results yeah, um, it's something about being there. Like you can actually get in the mind space. Like yeah, I feel like I'm when just, you're like at looking home, off. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not, not the same there. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I don't have like any refills on my depression stuff right now, so I have to like have talk like, to your therapist to get it mm-hmm. kind of thing. Got you. So I have to do that, but I was like using my old ones that they like took me off of, but I still had because okay. I like didn't finish them because they changed me. I think just I've been, like, changing what I've been putting in my body. Okay. But, um, I'm, like, coming back now, but at first, like, it was just, like, really bad. Like, guys were always hitting me up, and I'm just, like, I'm just not, like. Yeah. It's just not going to be pleasurable for me. Like, I can fake it, but, like, what's the point? Exactly. Like, I really have no interest at all. Right. But, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, someone new has been coming in, so. Yeah. That's why I thought something changed. Yeah. I- 
just feel like just follow whatever feels good for you like when it feels good so if right now you just need this period of rest just like to yourself and just to I don't know do some self-care and that's what I've been doing and I tell them too I'm just I've been honest with like the guys that I have been with like a lot and not just a random guy I haven't met yet I'm not gonna be like oh, my depression's acting up <laughs> um the guys that know me I'm just like honestly like my mental health is just not there right now like I really just don't yeah don't want to have sex and they've like they've been fine I mean they'll still reach out yeah two more days later try. yeah, yeah. Still trying, still you something. better now <laughs> yeah. 48 hours literally well, you better <laughs> same thing what day um, do you think your depression will be gone and yeah <laughs> when are literally, you gonna be like, ready yeah they're like how long does this thing last like should i get a new hookup like <laughs> what's going on here um but yeah, I mean, now of course, right when I'm starting to want to, my period's coming up probably tomorrow or the next uh, day. Oh, mine's mm-hmm. coming this week, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're almost seeing. Wait, yours is this week? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. So I'm just witchy things. The new moon just started. So I think if I have this correctly, um, your you guys are on the white moon cycle okay so if you get your period near the new moon you're on the white moon cycle i believe and if you get it during the full moon you're the red moon cycle i am on the red moon cycle oh so so i ovulate when there's a new moon and get my period when there's a full moon but it's really interesting because most women will sync with one or the other really Moon, no, I love yeah. that. I kind of love that. things. Oh. Um, Jazz, so you guys, I have to tell you, I'm low-key freaking out. So you guys, last time you heard, Jasmine did us a reading on the podcast, which was amazing. But oh, what yeah. you guys didn't hear, at the end of the podcast, we stopped recording. Jasmine was just flipping through the cards, and she, like, flipped through and saw, a like, what, a card with, like, a lot of fish on it. Uh-huh. And she was telling me that that typically means fertility. And she's like, I don't know why I have to tell you this, but I really, and Jasmine, you're going to scream at me. I'm really scared right now. Um, she goes, I don't know why I have to tell you this, but I just really think you need to know, like, have you missed your birth control? Have you been really good? I'm like, no, I've been fine with it. Like whatever. And she's like, well, just be like really careful because fish mean fertility. And I just feel like I should say something. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I'll be fine. Jasmine, I missed my pill the other day. No! Olivia. And I never miss it. And I'm, I took two the next day. So hopefully we're still good. But when you told me that and I, cause I fell asleep, like I was watching the office. It was 1030. I go to bed at one normally. So I'm like, I'm not that tired. I just lay in bed and I fell asleep and didn't take my pill. And so now I'm really, really scared. Yeah. Cause the last time you got that card the person ended up yeah you had a a dream right right? with with a lot of fish yeah I had a dream um it wasn't a card it was just like a a dream I had a dream about fish like a couple months before and the dream that she was in my friend Lonnie and then um a couple weeks before she found out she was pregnant I just had a full-on dream that she had a baby boy so I haven't had any dreams like that about you, Liv. Okay, good. Um, But (laughs) also, like, if you just missed it a few days ago, that's not near your ovulation cycle. Yeah, so so. I'm, like, low-key freaking out because that, like, when you first told me that, literally, Jake and I, when we had sex, he, like, just, I didn't, I told him it, and he was, like, scared, and we had sex, (laughs) and I was gonna say, you know what, like, let's just pull out just to be careful, and I didn't even say it, because I was, like, nah, I'm overthinking it, and he pulled out just to be careful, and I was, like, I were on the same You're freaking people out. I, like, told him after he did, I was, like, you know, that's really funny, I was gonna tell you to do that, and you just didn't, so. um, That's funny. 
but I actually, I, I knew we didn't continue to do that. And so now I'm really scared, but you'll um, be fine. I think you're fine. Um, but also with that reading, we got a message like yeah. right after about doing a collaboration with somebody that uh, like works in a nursing home or like no so it. here's the thing when I originally oh. saw it so I like um there's like this website where like podcasters can talk like other small podcasters and we actually might have these people on I have to reply to them sorry if you're listening <laughs> and um I just I'm so busy right now I can't Lisa, think about we're both like dying it's yeah like, <laughs> I can't think about like collaborating with people that I don't really know because you have to like really set a schedule and I have no schedule right now like with friends it's easy to be like hey just come over but uh-huh. anyway it, no so their podcast is called the retirement podcast and they're seniors in high school so um not really retirement home but when I saw that Jasmine and I, I like sent it to her and I was like wait is this your reading like was that for me so okay well apparently that wasn't significant but I still feel that there is somebody that needs that message so if you're listening and that resonated, please let me know because I'd like to know. But anyway, so it's been an hour, surprisingly. Wow. I know, I'm sad. I feel like we didn't even like really talk about you, Sarah. I feel... This is what happens all the time. We go on along a a lot of tangents. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when we're with friends. Like, with friends, you know, it's Our normal conversations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But since it's spooky season and we're in October, I wish we did this the whole month, but we're going to do it these last two weeks. And we wanted to end on, like, a scary story that has happened to you in your life, like a spooky story. All right. So, um, my house that my family still lives at the previous owners had dogs and once the dogs passed away they buried them not the actual dog but like the ashes um in the backyard oh they got them cremated yeah they did do you guys normally do that when i we've always just buried the whole body we've cremated my cats really some people Mm do some people like to keep it yeah i get it yeah so they buried them in the backyard um and it was like middle school and I had friends sleeping over with my two like best friends and me and we're just like in the living room watching I don't even know what we were watching but we're just hanging out and all of a sudden like one of my friends asked if I had a dog I was like no you would know if I had a dog (laughs) she was like are you sure yes I would know if I had a dog (laughs) um and she's like well I swear I just heard like a bark well that's weird like, well it sounds like it's like a muffled one like in the room or something I'm like okay well there isn't one it's like okay and I was like well previous owners buried their dogs and they just got really freaked out I don't know if she re- like it was just really strange like maybe she heard a ghost dog a ghost I don't dog. I don't know ghost I didn't dog. hear it but it was just really strange for her to like ask it without having previous knowledge right. like she didn't know that about yeah. my house like I barely knew about my house, um, and yeah, so it was kind of freaky. And the whole night, like they did not sleep because they were just freaked <laughs> they were out. Whenever, the ghost yeah, whenever they heard anything, they were like, "Oh my god, we're gonna die!" Like, <laughs> I was sleeping perfectly fine, <laughs> but the next morning they were dragging, and it's like, "Okay, well, sorry, gotta go." <laughs> so yeah, that's my spooky story. Sarah has ghost dogs living in her house. Yeah, somewhere. clearly ghost I dog. do. I know. I want to be friends with them. I know. Honestly, that's the best if type ghost of ghost dogs to are a thing, I do feel like maybe that could be a thing. 
if ghost dogs are a thing, I would love for my ghost pets to like come and chill with me because that'd be dope. right. So, That's I know it makes me like, happy. Like for like in the future when my dog does pass away, like he'll be mm-hmm. a ghost yeah, dog in my little life. ghost dog. Yeah, hanging out with you. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird if I hear a bark, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll still like it. <laughs> Well, Sarah, I'm so glad we had you on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll have you on another million more episodes. Yes, <laughs> always down for a podcast. You're stuck for life. <laughs> I really, really am. I mean, Stan and I have tattoos together, so I think I'm just stuck. <laughs> you are. You are for sure. But this has been fun, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. See you next week, y'all.